0: Chappelle John show. we want to see your face. Let me see your face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: microphone check. Microphone check. Your boys are back in the building. Not the not the normal not not not, not with the normal energy tonight.
2: We've never had the normal energy.
1: We're not the normal sports talk. Hey man, people are a little mad right now. You know, I'm, I'm on some who's mad. I'm on some pretty tone stuff right now. Uh, how y'all folks doing, man? How's everybody doing?
0: <sighs> I, mean, Damn, no I man. Like, Y'all made the call and I came. I wasn't even going to do this today. It's not designed want- for talking sports, but we ain't talking sports. You want the intro? No, no, it's too late. Let's go right with it,
1: man. It's too late, man. Microphone check, microphone check. Hey, this the world's most popular barbecue talk talk barbershop, talk man cave conversation. However you like it or dislike it, it's is heavyweight chance to your sports talk podcast. Your boys are back in the building, opinionated facts. I got my man with me, the, the, the red-headed assassin, man that gets to pop it in the old head community, Mr. Red himself, and Mr. S. Rudolph. How you guys been, man? Let's start All this right, thing man. off right.
2: How everybody great. doing? Very great, Been great, man. Come on. I can't focus with not being able to see your face, pause.
1: But I need I know, to see your face. My like face. You're,
2: is, you're messing my face this up for everybody.
1: My face is beautiful, man. But you know what? I'll join. I'll join you. I don't I'm already the best looking guy in the podcast, but you know, you guys wanna
2: From a dark skin point of view, maybe. Where we go, here we go. Oh, let, me man. My, let me get my Never angles. Never mind. You gotta face the radio.
1: <laughs> my angles. How you guys doing, man? It's been a rough week.
0: It's been A yeah, rough man. 2020.
1: We
2: talking about it's been a rough year. It's been a rough yeah, five, six months. 2020 is messed up, yo. Yeah. Yo, this is gonna be in the history books, yo. Like my grandkids are gonna be reading about this in history class. <laughs> they're no definitely way, gonna be reading about this. There's no way they're not gonna be, yo. They've gotta be. Did you guys and I don't
1: even want to touch on this because it's gonna it it, you know, this is like a sore spot for me. But uh did you guys see the the autopsy leak of Kobe Bryant. I called you about that.
0: Yeah, but I saw it today for the first time. I told you, that's a tough read, man. If that ain't for the faint of heart.
2: Yeah,
1: it was... Oh, uh, man, it was I
2: rough. Wish, I wish I didn't read it when it came out, like, to see about his where his daughter was, where he was. Nah, uh,
0: because, like, everybody felt like, you know, he went down in his daughter's arms. And they probably went down together. Like, they said she was a way over here. He was in a ravine. He had limbs missing. said his arm was off. Yeah, limbs. I said limbs.
1: What do you think that means? <laughs> I'm just saying. People might not understand what limbs mean. Like, they said his arm was
0: off. So, it wasn't his only limb off. He had other body parts off.
1: Yeah, it hurt me, man. It hurt me to the core to, to read that. Like, that, that, that stuff shouldn't have to come out.
0: And you see how uh, they had to identify him by dental work and tattoo?
1: Yeah, it was like
2: 30% of his body was burned. Man, they had to just... identify him by that. Man, he was the only black person on the plane besides his daughter.
0: Well, you're burnt, bro. They don't, you don't have a color no more.
2: It was only 30% <laughs> of his body.
0: I don't believe. Maybe that was burnt to a... We're not going to get... I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do
2: it. Yeah, it's too much detail, probably. Chill out. It was yeah, a tough it...
0: read, though, because they were... I mean, it was ugly. But what do you expect from a helicopter crash? I mean, that's real life.
1: I don't think anybody should have to endure that. I don't think anybody's uh, family should have to read that
0: when it comes out. Like, we were fine not knowing. The thing was, you got public people that want to know that pilot was intoxicated. They wanted to do lawsuits. And so when you do stuff like that, that's kind of stuff that comes out. But I've seen car accidents at way less impact at way lower speeds than a helicopter. And people get pretty mangled, man. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised. It's just a tough read.
2: All right, so how long? How long are we gonna pretend like nothing else is going on in the country?
0: I mean, we're not
1: gonna pretend on nothing. I mean, we're we're obviously all I mean, bothered can, by we can, it. We can talk about whatever be. you guys
2: want. You talk about it, whatever you guys want. You want to talk about sports? We can leave the fact that people are protesting out. We can do wherever you guys wanna go with it. I'll go anywhere. I can make an argument for anything.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, obviously the you can't even focus on sports right now with everything that's going on with with the whole just being black in America right now, and and, and we could say George George Floyd, but uh, that's
2: a lot of people though, man. It's I'm about to
1: say, this, yeah, this is the third. This is the third incident in like less than a month here.
0: This is coming to a head, man. It's been coming to a head for a long time, and the thing is, like, I don't like the looting either, but it all is it's all from the actions of a couple cops. And I always say that, you know, cops take an oath, and you got to hold them to that standard. You got to hold them to the standard they took an oath for. It's not an easy job, and anybody shouldn't be able to do it. But if you do do it, you got to be held to this standard. And when you have people trying to find reasons all the time for why somebody did something, instead of holding people to a standard, this is what it happens. And... We always look for a reason why all this guy had this on this record or this guy might have been reaching instead of holding cops to a certain standard. And now we see the actions that one cop has one cop cost this country millions of dollars.
2: I mean, you say one cop, but there was four there and the the three that stood idly by and did nothing. Why this guy died? They're responsible as well. But we say one cop, yeah, he put a knee on his neck, but the other three cops didn't do anything to help. They didn't do anything to save him. They were participants.
0: Yeah, and I'm yeah. not defending them. I just feel like I'm holding the guy with the knee on the neck accountable the most.
2: But I think they all—I think they—they they all took that oath to protect and serve. If they seen that one of their guys in blue's doing wrong, then they're all doing wrong. They don't say nothing. Is it worth? Is it worth not
1: arresting the three and arresting all these Americans that are protesting? Like, it seems like we should be focused. We're focusing on 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 on. Uh, arresting the wrong three people
2: Well, they're saying like the protesters are protesting and that's fine the looters are looting it's a two different groups like i don't believe that the people that are actually protesting and and want to protest and do a peaceful peacefully they're not they're not doing anything wrong it's the people that they're the opportunists the ones that are taking advantage of the people protesting while the cops are busy handle on that side, they're running in businesses like Rainbow and Versace and Louis Vuitton and emptying out the stores. Those, are, those are opportunists.
0: Here's the thing I'm they're really mad They're not protesters. It. And it's, um, I've seen some like beautiful video, man, stuff you would never see. I've seen the police chief of Houston out there. I've seen cops leading the marches. I've seen chiefs and mayors giving speeches to whole groups of protesters. And it was beautiful, but all we focus on, well, not all we because mostly it's one channel. And now they try to make it an Antifa agenda or it's terrorists, and that's not the that's not the message that should be coming out of this right now.
2: I think it's not just Fox though. Like I know you said you didn't say the channel, but I know what I know you're talking about Fox. But seeing them, I mean they don't they cover what they feel like covering as well. They don't do the best job either. Like Killer Mike said on like when they ruin. The CNN headquarters down there, where they ruined the sign or whatever, and Killer Mike says, "Karma's a bitch." CNN. He was talking to CNN because they he, there he was saying they instoke fear in people. I don't know if I agree with him. That's just what he's saying. That was his view.
0: I'm not. I didn't pick one network. And you could turn to any network. There's not just CNN. You got headline news. You got MSNBC, CNNBC, ABC News, NBC News, WGL. If you got one network pushing the agenda about Antifa and looters, when I don't feel like that's the message we should be putting out there. The looters, nobody's defending the looters, but that's not during the daytime, you see some, you know, very peaceful protests. That's the media. Yeah, I mean the media is gonna you're gonna
1: you're gonna promote the negative or the stuff that's gonna give views. Nobody wants to watch positive stuff. So we could blame the media, but we're watching it.
2: And everybody else is watching it.
0: It's I'm not gonna lie, going it's, been very, people
2: are watching. it's been very hard to turn off.
0: No, yeah, I've been watching nine. <laughs> I, it have time. been,
2: I at, at times I get a little tired, but honestly, in the last few days, it's all I've been watching. Or if I ride Maybe downtown, if I ride downtown in my own, own city, I see it. Or, or I mean I was down there the other day, and it's it was pretty peaceful, actually. It was it was it was it was very peaceful. I don't think I even Felt like it was going to get violent until I believe it was last night when I was down there and they had like a hundred state troopers in the parking lot on on uh, Prince Street they had Prince Street completely blocked off um and a lot of them honestly there were kids these weren't adults out these were kids like I'm saying under 18 and the
0: thing is this is a perfect storm you got people unemployed 40 million Americans without work you have kids not going to school School from home and they just got out of school. You had beautiful weather and you had a weekend. So this was the perfect recipe for what happened over the last three days.
2: But yeah. I'll tell you one thing, Donald Trump didn't help nothing this earlier. When was, has he when ever? He, when he, has I know. Ever? But you, you've been so have been so silent for like the last four days. You're thinking, you think he has been tweeting nonstop. Yeah, he tweets a little bit, but I'm saying he hasn't come out with a statement. He we haven't seen him. He'd been he was in his bunker, he was scared in his bunker what well, yesterday, the day before yesterday. He was he been, <laughs> Isn't his bunker scared? That's why, just, he, uh,
1: that, that, that's why he left today out of the front door because he, he heard that people said that he was scared and, and uh, he had to be rushed to his bunker. Yeah. So that's why he wanted to walk across the street today. And and, that's, and why, all that stuff. that's why they, they got this, so
0: that's not a That's not his decision. Usually security says, yeah, you're going in, you're kind of just going in.
2: Nah, because you've seen that the president gets the last word, whatever he wants to do.
0: Not really with security.
2: Yes, with security, they get the last word.
1: Well, let's not waste time on, on, on uh, Trump and talk about where do you see this going? Like, what can we do or, or what's going to be the final outcome to, to get people to stop actually coming out here and, and protesting? And people that are watching, make sure you chime in because we want this to be like a, a community type discussion right now.
0: Here's the most beautiful thing about this one. And it's the shame I got to say this one. But this has turned into a worldwide people issue. This ain't a black issue no more. Because every protest I see, that's 50% white, Spanish, black, every race is out there. Downtown Lancaster was at least half white. Yeah. Philadelphia, New York, Minneapolis is only 6% black. I mean, there was a lot of white people out there. This is a This is a people issue. And this is why I think this one's gonna be around for a while because nobody can watch that video and not, if you're not disgusted by it, then it's, it's a you problem. And you know, Kaepernick wanted to do the peaceful route. He took the knee and people, that wasn't enough for people. They, and then now this is what we have to do. This is this violence and that's unfortunate because that's not what I'm trying to promote. I wanted a peaceful protest, but the people had it one way and it wasn't enough for them.
1: I don't I'll see, believe. go ahead Rhett. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, just in general, with the people who are the looters or whatever, or the people who are, who are not following the right rules, can you blame them for being this mad right now or this frustrated?
2: No, no, not after all this time, no. I think I, at some point, yes, there, there needs to be an end point to maybe the violent part of it, the protest, they could do forever. They could do until they see change. I don't, that, that, the protest, it may, it may be, it should never stop unless we see a difference, but at some point, like, all the looting and all that, they have to get that under control, I believe. I mean, because it's only hurting people in our community when they, stores are getting trashed. Like, there's people that can't go to the pharmacy to pick up their medicine because stores are being looted. That kind of stuff. I'm not
0: combining the loot in the protest. I don't want well, to loot it. It, I,
2: I agree with you, but they're, they're, they're running hand in hand right now because they're happening at the same time. They're happening yeah, in the I know. Same it's
0: a few people so, messing it up for a lot of good people. And that's why I was worried about the weekend, because I felt like we had a good peaceful protest in Lancaster, the way it should be done. But if one idiot threw a brick, it was going to be mayhem. And I was just hoping that wouldn't happen in our city. And it
1: yeah. uh, let me get to the comments real quick, though. We have Kanisha Wright Carter. Uh, shout out to the little sis. Lieutenant Morant marched with the people today in Lancaster. He marched the
2: last two days, I believe.
1: Good for that. That's what we need. Uh, and that's, that's a big part about Lancaster's protests that that's been well for the most part. We had the mayor down there. We had other uh, our city council leader was down there. It's so sort of, yeah. It, so it's uh the leadership is there and they're and they're interacting and and and, and they're trying to answer the people's concerns. Uh, Melissa Carter that this country been on the verge of a meltdown for a long time. There is no point of return here. If they don't arrest all these cops and convict them, there will be no peace.
0: And here's the biggest problem with that oh my heard heard her, until we start convicting, there's not going to be no peace. But the thing is, you got to find 12 jurors to do this. And that's the hardest part because it takes it out of everybody's hands it's in the hands of 12 jurors and they don't convict cops. It's true.
1: Uh, continuing on through the comments, Patrick Wider said, looking good, guys. Hey, thank you. I do. You know, well, he he got a haircut. Now.
2: He got a haircut. It's different for him.
1: <laughs> David Tinker said, watching y'all is better for my mental health than watching the media. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, keep up the good work, fellas. Amelie Schaefer said, uh, these cops are instigating people, peaceful protesters as well. Also there are a lot of white people taking advantage of the opportunity to loot and burn SHIT.
0: Shout out to Amelie man, I see Amelie a long time.
1: Actually- yeah, definitely big shout out to Amelie. She's been she's been on the front lines of this thing on the social media. Um
0: uh, yeah, when I, when I say looters, I'm not saying black people. I want to get that 100% correct.
2: No, no, so definitely this, not black people. This
0: is not a black issue. This the looters is not- have been mixed. The protesters have been mixed. Every, I've seen every race out there walking the walk and talking the talk, and uh, yeah, saying this, this is beautiful because it's not a black issue; it's a
1: people issue. That's that's the biggest thing I saw with 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 this specific uh, protest is like you said earlier, is it's it's not just a minority thing, and it's not going to change if it's just a minority thing. Like people don't really care what black folks think. I mean, we see that over the last year, couple years, but. If we get other races involved and everybody involved, then yeah, I mean, we could we could, we could possibly make
2: some change. Man, it's uh, it's been. Go ahead, Brandon. There was, was something that happened to me today at work, and it it goes to Samara's point about like it's a people thing because. I was in I was in Mayhine Township. We're all familiar with the area. We all familiar with Mayhine Township. Who um, might not be? Well, it's a it's a suburban area. We'll just say that. Um, and I was doing some work out there and this lady, she came across the street. Um, she, she just, she just was like, hey, everything okay. And I'm like, yeah, you know, everything's fine. She's like, okay. So she went back to her house. I came back out later on and she came over and she, uh, she had a, she had a container in her hand and she, she handed me, she handed it to me. She said, well, you're out here working late. It was like five o'clock. She said, I'm, I'm sorry. You have to work late today. Um, but here's a, here's dinner when you get home, here's dinner for you. It was in a container, like a glass container or whatever. Now we're we're in the well, we're in that area where you can't really eat anything from people's house. So I mean, I typically wouldn't anyway. So I I, I told her, you know, nah no thank you. You know, that's I, I, I appreciate it. She's like, no, please take it. You know, it's the least I can do for everything that's going for, for everything that's going on right now. And she started to cry. So I'm, like, I'm now I'm in a bad place. I like I don't know where to go on this. <laughs> like, why is she crying? Um, and she just, she took off. She handed me the thing and she took off back across the street. Cause she didn't want to, she didn't want to really, I already seen her tear up, but she didn't really want me to see it. Um, so then I, you know, I put the, I put the food in my, in my truck. I had to keep it then. I was invested. Like I didn't want to be rude. So then came back out later. I was about to leave. And she, she waved at me across the street and she, she came back over and she said, I, you know, I'm fine now. I'm better. She said, I want to apologize. She said, I didn't mean to start crying like that. And I said, no, it's fine. She was like, it's just, you know, I." I've been so close-minded that all this stuff for so long. She said, I'm from the D.C. area. My, my, uh, I raised my kids down there. They now live in Philly, and they're protesting. And they had called me, and they said, Mom, you know, why didn't you ever make us aware of stuff like this? And, you know, why did you why you give us so much and never, like, show us this important side of what's going on and, and, and what these uh, African-American people go through? And um, she started to cry again. I said, look, I said, it is fine. I mean, we need more people like you. I said, I really appreciate you giving me the food. And then um, she said, "Have you ever experienced any um, anything like that? Anything racist from cops and stuff like that?" And I said, "Yeah, I mean, I had a, I have a few times." And I told her a couple stories. And then she started to cry again. And um, I was just telling her, like, "Look," I said, "People like you—that's what we need to help us." I said, "So you give me hope." And um, but it was just like. For her to say that she's been like so close-minded till, and she didn't know that we were actually going through these kinds of things and these kinds of things were going on. And now that she's so much more aware of it, she's gonna do whatever she can. She says she's gonna donate money and she's gonna, you know, she has to go out and affiliate with her with her son to protest, she's gonna do that. Like she was just she was seemed to and she seemed a hundred percent genuine. And that's exactly the kind of folk we need.
0: Same thing, uh something similar, but not exactly the same but i've had some heated debates at work over these issues in the past one time i felt like i lost my cool a little bit i tried to do that in an argument with people when you're the only minority because it loses your point but i, I was driving to work the day after the video got released and i'm like you know what i'm not talking about it today i just don't want to talk about it and i walked into work i didn't say nothing And one of the guys and i'm cool with though but we've been on opposite sides of it he said hey man i saw that video man and that, that shit about the cuff he said that 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 really bothered me it was hard to watch and he volunteered it and just that i was like yo this is something different now because people you know i debate with on issues they try to find reasons they're like you know what man just hey i saw the video and it hurt it hurt so that's that makes it different man and uh just being a firefighter i have a unique perspective on it because just being pulled over with you know fake plates and it's the treatment I got now that I didn't get before. And I never committed a crime in my life. So it's just, I've seen both sides of it.
2: Well, Emily, I want to say something that we have a comment from Amelie again. And she said about, uh, okay. She, she now recognizes it and that that's great, but come on. Like how does she not know this is going on? But, and maybe ignorance, maybe on her part somewhat. But if you never experienced it, you don't believe it to be true. Like if you don't see it happen, or you don't experience yourself, you don't see it to be true. If you're if you live in a certain place, or you come from a certain place, you may never come encounter with anything that looks like racism. Go I mean, ahead. I I personally when I worked, I had when I was young, the, my first job I ever had, I worked with this girl. She was her, she was nineteen. Her name was Heather. She was from South Tomorrow you probably remember. her. The first black person she ever seen in person at 19 years old was when she started that job. Prior to that, she's never had to come in contact with a black person. So I think it's more of an ignorance thing or out of sight, out of mind than it is, how do you not know? I mean, like- That's that's the thing I would say,
1: like, it's, it's not like we don't have to, like white people shouldn't have to I don't know if it's wrong to say or right to say, I don't know, but you shouldn't have to go out of your way to raise your family. And like, as long as you're not racist and you're not teaching racism or like you're the superior race to anybody, it shouldn't be like an issue. And like that lady was just raising her family, probably. Like She really didn't think it was uh, a black, white thing or nothing like that. She probably never really thought about it until she saw this thing on the news that got 24 hour attention. But she was just raising her family, going on and just, you know, just trying to do the best she can to provide for her family without even thinking about like what black people go through on a daily basis. So how do we expect them to go around and be like, hey, you know, you gotta be cognizant to what black people are going through on a daily basis. Or are we wrong or like, or or, or are we demanding too much to to ask white people to do that
0: well to answer your question B, and i had a point about making it because i work with a lot of people now that never been around black people their whole lives and they're not racist it's ignorance because they don't know and they didn't try to learn and you can't really expect them to because we don't do that we don't embrace ourselves in white culture if we don't if we don't know we don't go ask questions yeah we
2: don't have a reason to it's like you know we don't
0: and if you don't like I got a good friend of mine that said he'd never been in the city, except to go to Park City, and he used to go on Route 30. He wouldn't drive through the city. And the only thing you ever seen about black people is the news and movies. And it's never nothing positive.
2: I always like, said that, man. Hollywood and the and Hollywood messed up black people for a long time.
0: Think about this. <laughs> Every person I know, white or black, seen boys in the hood, but how many seen great debaters? Yeah. Nobody's right. seen great debaters. Not right. even a lot of black people. So all right. the popular right. black movies that come out that show black people or minorities in a good light, they're not. They're not popular. Nobody sees them. Everybody sees Boys in the Hood. Everybody sees Don't Be a Menace, Everybody sees Friday. And that's what you and that's what you learn about black people. And that's all you know.
1: Let's get to some more comments here. Uh, Melissa Carter said, "This is not about George Floyd. Not just tip. That's just a." Uh, tip of the iceberg, people are fed up with the lack of leadership and the inability of the leaders to hold people accountable who are sworn to protect. Uh, David Tinker said protests that lead to people coming together and demanding change. We need better uh, trained, better educated, and better paid police. That's a good point. Uh, Absolutely. Like, What qualifications do you need to be
2: like
1: but do you um, think
2: that's another question? I want to ask you. Either one of you guys can answer this. Do you think it's a lack of training and and or and knowledge? I think it's just police. They 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 pass the training part. They no, do I, all I that. You, Brandon, but they can still go out and do whatever it is they want. Is that not the case?
0: No, I'll give you the answer, Brand. Because I have you a little unique because I work in the city where they're trying to hire cops and firefighters, and I've been on these programs where you know they're trying to hire people from the city, and I think it's. You know, a couple main reasons. One is a lot of minorities don't want to be cops. That's the biggest issue. It's because we grew up, you know, thinking of one way of the cops and we don't want to feel like we're going to be a cop in a community where we might have the rest people we grew up with. That's a big issue. Second issue is people not from the community trying to police the community that never been in the community. So you have a guy that comes in here from, say he comes from outside Coryville or anywhere outside the city, never been in the city, and all he knows about black people is what we just talked about, the news and movies. And now he has to see, you know, police black people where he's kind of not afraid of them, but he's leery. Or where you get guys from the city that are cops from the city. I ain't gonna say their names on here. And they don't have those kind of problems in the city because they know the people. And they know, this because I go down this part of the city, don't mean these people are criminals, don't mean they're bad people. Well, Mayor
1: Sirachi made a good point. Yesterday, when uh, she was speaking to the crowd down in Lancaster, uh, they called her out like, "Well, we need to hire more police officers of color." She said, "We want to apply." They do. Like, <laughs> we <laughs> he said, "We don't have the candidates, and we don't have people
0: that you don't have people to pull from." He says, "We want you to, so apply and get out there and do it." Y'all saw me on Facebook last year doing ad programs. You saw me on WGL. You saw me on Fox News doing all these advertisements to get minority firefighters to apply. And we didn't get nobody to apply.
2: I mean, I told you before that I'm not running in a burning building.
0: And a lot of people feel (laughs) that way. Like I said, I'm not running in the
2: building. I get it, man. Like I'm, I'm first responder too, but it's different for me.
0: I would maybe. never try to be a cop in my life. I would never thought about it. I would still wouldn't think about it. Like I never wanted to be a cop and I wouldn't be a cop.
2: You can see like the differences. Like I work with mostly, I mean, I'm probably one of five African-Americans at my job or so. I'm, I'm maybe not even that many. And um, like this, this so I, I, ins- I inspect these projects and it was, they were sending these, these guys up, the contractors up to Harrisburg. And the one guy was so, I don't wanna say he was afraid, but he was timid about going to Harrisburg and he's only ever heard stories. He never really worked up there. And he says, the only way I'm going up there to do that job is if Brandon's my inspector. (laughs) And I, at first I kind of laughed because you know it was was somewhat funny when when I went home, I kind of thought about it. Like he thinks because I'm black that I'm gonna be able to protect him or people ain't gonna bother him. No, they do. And right away, so the next day, I went back into work and I said, "No, nah, I'm not doing it. Not because I wanted him to, to feel like he could go up there and work with anybody. If I go up there and cater to how he felt about it, I felt like I was just crippling him. He had to go up there with somebody else and, and, and see what it was like and see that nothing happened and everything's fine to be able to like, you know what, Now nah, I'm cool, I'm good, I can go anywhere. Like I didn't want to be that person. Like I felt like I was going to cripple him by saying, "You know what? I'll do it if he if he don't, if he's scared." I didn't want to do it, so I said, "No, no, I'm not doing it."
0: I don't know well, to, if I was wrong.
2: I don't know if I was wrong for that or not, but that's just how I felt. Uh,
1: Melissa Carter asked, "Like, why are they scared to come in into the city?" And I would go back to 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 Samar's statement with about how we're viewed. Like we're viewed in and we're viewed as athletes, or gangsters like that's all they see on tv and if you never encounter a black person on a regular basis that's what you see on tv on the news it's either
0: drugs guns crime or, we're, you see. or we're scoring a basket look at WGL. first 10 minutes <laughs> it's always shooting stabbing york harrisburg and yeah you don't get the po- nobody really cares about positive news i don't you, you don't get no views on like this online with that yeah, so that's why people are
1: scared to come in the city when they see, you know, minorities, and they think like they equate city with minorities, and then it's just a mess. Not knowing that, you know, the firefighter he don't make it on TV. The teacher he's not making it on TV. Uh, there's not there's not gonna be movies about us. You know what I mean? Like it's just gonna be. You got you got to figure that part out. That's 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 you got to figure that life out.
0: I had people don't see that, that used to drive home with their with the windows up and their doors locked in the summertime because they were scared we got driving to drive into neighborhoods. neighborhoods. Yeah, in it's... Lancaster City, where I don't even think it's that bad. Not, it's not bad, totally
2: at all. bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not, not, bad, really... not bad at all. I don't understand it.
0: I take it's to a story back where a friend of mine moved here from Philadelphia. And uh, he's like, oh, man, it's nice down here. I live in a nice area. I live in the suburb. I said, live... I mean, where you live at? He said on Green Street. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but he was like, I was like, well, people would say, you know, people are afraid to go to the Southeastern the city. They don't know the city. And he's like, compared to some of the neighborhoods in Philadelphia to him, that what we consider our bad area, which I don't think is bad. He's like, oh man, this is the suburbs.
2: I'll tell you what they think is nice. If you're from Philly, the dudes I went to school with. So all my friends, when I was in school, were all from Philly and my roommate in college he was from Philly. He was from Northeast. And they used to always get on him about being from Northeast. And I don't, I don't know. I didn't know. And apparently he said the one dude cracking on him and kept going. going, he was like, Man, you got lawn. They got lawns in Northeast. The only reason why he said his house is this guy lives in a good area, or he's not from the hoods because he had a front lawn. Literally a little a little square patch. He showed me a picture of it. There's a little 10 by 10 square patch out front of his house. And because he had that little patch of grass, he was from northeast. That was that's a different area. <laughs> so hey, look,
0: Linda, we... I went to go visit you in Baltimore B-way, and you went to go down and see the area with the wire. They're like, yo, no, it's it's not a game.
2: <laughs> nah, we go <laughs> <still laughs> down there, that was that was one of the worst hit areas I ever see. If you
0: drive down by John Hopkins, you see like real hoods. Nothing in Lancaster is like that. Where you see, even with me, and you with the we with the Cleveland Brandon and we drove to get some food, we went oh to go to the hood
2: across that bridge. Yeah, Yo, well, you go across bridge. the bridge and it was like, you might get one house on a block that ain't boarded up. It was night and day. Like you go up to the city, you go across that bridge, you go into downtown, they have the flats, they have everything. They have Quicken Loans Arena. But you cross that bridge, what, three quarters of a mile? Man, it was like- It man. was instant change. <laughs> you went from
0: like nice area to about, like you said, half a mile and you went, boarded up, boarded up, boarded
2: up. Maybe somebody lives there, burnt out. You know what, that's Atlantic City. You ever yeah. go down to Atlantic? City? <laughs> you go down to the Popeyes from right from where all the casinos are. It's like a block and a half down the road, but it's a different world. And so everybody will come in the Atlantic City. They will all hit the casinos, their favorite spots. Walk all along the casinos, but then they want a block and a half down the road. they won't get dinner down there. So, what
1: can improve? What do we think can improve community relations between you know?
2: Cops, um, and the and the citizens and the minorities. That's- we need a seat at the table, B. We need a seat at the table. We got It starts at the voters' box. People think they can just you all. All you can do is walk. You can just protest, and then everything gonna change. But you still have these legislators and everything. You gotta show up. On. I hope all these protesters show up to the vote to vote in November. I said that I said they that got too. to. They got to show up. And they can vote tomorrow. At, oh, whoa. Oh, oh, vote tomorrow. Oh, they got to vote tomorrow. The primary's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It starts at the at the ballot box, man. Like that's exactly. November is more start. important, though, man. We got to
0: get people out to vote. I don't care who you vote for. Vote like Obama said. Vote. You
2: can't. You don't have an argument if you're not yeah, voting. If you don't have, if we don't have a seat at the table, all the protest doesn't matter.
0: And that's what hurt Kaepernick is that. You know, everybody would understand what with him And then when the election came and he was like, nah, I ain't voting, I ain't vote. Like that hurts us.
1: Yeah. You
0: gotta I mean, vote. You gotta,
1: you gotta get out and vote. I said the same thing. Like we need them people, everybody that's down there in the city right now that is protesting. We need you voting tomorrow. We need you, you voting again gotta in November. Walk.
2: You gotta like, walk. To th- Look, I'll give out rise, whatever. Like whatever people need. And I gotta I pick you up. Or what- I-, I see that's the thing, I will though. I don't care <laughs> if it's four people or forty people. I'll take off work. I'll drive back and forth all day, whatever. I will drive people. Just go. Lancaster city election, but
0: then walking distance everywhere you live. You can vote. If people want to vote, they can vote. It's not a lack of transportation, I don't think.
2: Lancaster
1: city election is, is decided by one voting precinct. That's okay. it. <laughs> like one voting precinct decides, and that's just because people don't don't come out to vote in the city, and. Nothing's going to change if, if 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 we don't come out and vote. What I'm to really made a good point work? here.
2: Go ahead, Blee. I going to role, man. I mean, she's always. I told you, she's on the front lines, man. Yeah, she was good people. She's always been good people.
0: And that's why uh, I think going to McCaskey, you know, it set you up for this in life. It it made me ready for life because I was in these mountain pot classrooms my whole life. That's yeah. what McCaskey does for you. It was not we didn't really have race issues because there were so many different races. She makes
1: a good point. Not, not, I said this before as well. He said, My guess is white people strategically created that setup, those neighborhoods set up that way. Talking about the neighborhoods that are set up with a systematic way where minorities are placed in bad neighborhoods. Well, it started, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Be finish your point. No, I'm just saying how it, it over years. You know, we started out in these in like in these urban settings where we were all a family and and, and you know things were easy to access for everybody involved. And then them places weren't given the, the the resources over the years to 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 keep up on 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 good housing and, and stores and department stores and things like that in the neighborhood. Everything started moving out and and leaving some of these neighborhoods to just fall apart. That's the only point that I was making with the whole neighborhoods and, and us just being in, in bad in bad situations.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm not the type. we had these conversations in private before. They like to pass the buck and pass the blame. We got to be accountable for some of our own actions. Like, I have friends, close friends, you know, I'm not going to say their names, where we all lived in the same house and went to vote and some didn't go with us. Like, nah, I ain't going, man. Like, some of it got to be on us, man. We got to be accountable. We got to go vote. This is a liberal country. It's not even close. If you add if every in this country voted, it wouldn't be close. You know, the Democrats won the election by three million votes, but we still have a Republican in office. Gotta get out and vote, man. We're a liberal nation, liberal-leaning nation.
1: Yeah, but they don't vote. <laughs> that's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, and that's not a black. That's a that's a us problem. That's not anybody else but us.
2: So that's the thing man they do they 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 come out for what they want to come out for so like when barack first ran we made sure he got elected i mean everybody showed up but when you get
0: into politics not to interrupt you brandon but like b-way just ran a couple years ago when you get into politics you start to realize that the, it's not the general election it's the little elections that affect you the most are the ones that you're at uh, your
2: house exactly
0: your local politics and if you but, get 4,000 votes win the election in a city that has 60, 70,000 people in a county that had half a million people. Come on, man. What's that say about us?
1: So, are you guys, how do you feel about like today was the first time like these college coaches came out and started speaking on and started touching on this stuff? Too late. It's very late. And, I, and I, I'm a, I'm a credit Coach Franklin at Penn State because he released something on, uh, what's the day? Tuesday? He released something on Sunday.
0: And it was early. And granted. Who was the earliest, B? So one coach came out before anybody came out, and then he made it fashionable for other coaches to come out. Who do you have as, as, as a first? Ryan Flores, Miami.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out day of, <laughs> yes.
0: He was the first one to say something. He put himself on the line. And then, by little by little, he had a couple coaches. And Goodell came out, what, Sunday, Monday? Yeah.
2: Goodell was too late. Jed, Jed too late. from the 49ers was too late.
0: Yeah. Only when they waited for Brian to come out and put himself out there on the line.
2: You know what I don't like about Jed? I mean, that goes back to the whole Kaepernick thing. But then he wanted to donate money, which I think that's cool. And Eric Reed came out and said, nobody wants your money. Like, I don't know. I don't know if we're missing the point here. Like, I understand where Eric Reed came from. Like, we don't want your money. We just want things that are wrong to be right. But if that's his way of helping, people's way of helping is, is to throw money at it, are we wrong for accepting it?
0: This ain't a money issue, I don't feel like. I mean, but I don't want to go into Eric Reed thing. Eric Reed's mad because Jet York had some to- he had saying all those guys had need, He got rid of. Yeah. So you put the money out there. What's it really mean?
2: I mean, I mean said, Eric Reid, he lives in a constant state of anger. What are you putting the money towards? Yeah, where's it going? <laughs> you can't. You can't I, morals. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's why I'm asking you guys. And that's what. Do Eric you Reeves accept is it?
0: Eric Reid saying, "All right, you want to put money to it, but when you had a chance to put some real faith into the to the movement, you got rid of everybody that took a knee. Everybody that took a knee was going from San Francisco." You can't buy away
1: your, your problems. That's a bigger statement. Like, cutting everybody, like, it wasn't popular then. So, that's why he got rid of everybody. Now, it's a popular thing. Now, everybody sees why
2: Kaepernick. Will... Let's be clear, though. Cap Cap, He didn't get rid of Kaepernick. Kaepernick, Kaepernick. opted out of his deal. He did. He yeah. did. So I want to be no, fair. I was going to say, I want to be accurate. He didn't so, offer him new then, contract, he I was. understand that. But we knew that he wasn't resigning with 49ers. I'm not going to get into that debate. I just, I want people to know that he didn't cut Cap. Cap opted out of his deal, thought that he would get a better deal somewhere else. So I want to be fair. I want to be fair to that point.
1: No, but all, 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 all I'm saying is that it's a fad now. So now everybody's seeing why Kaepernick was taken to me, and now everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it makes sense." When my, when we were saying the whole time, it made sense. Right. But white people had to get on board with this thing, and they weren't. No,
2: <laughs> like, they that- they took yes.
0: They hijacked the movement and made it a military thing. Right. When, if you just be a little bit neutral, Kaepernick took a knee for the National Anthem and then he stood up for God Bless America every time. He stood up. He said he was proud of this country, but you know he was taking a knee for police brutality. And they hijacked the movement and made it something that wasn't.
2: I mean, what are your thoughts on... So, the people that protest... At the Capitol with the with the AR-15s and because they wanted to get their hair done and they wanted to go to the salons. They wanted to reopen America versus the people that are protesting for the injustices and George Floyd's and the Tamir Rice's.
0: This is my opinion on that. And it's not really It doesn't really go with the George Floyd one because there's no really, There's not many people that are, are fighting back on it. But for every other incident, this is what I always heard. Just comply, listen to the cops, nothing to happen. Just comply, he'd be still alive. Those people went up to Michigan and and ran into the Capitol. They went to Pennsylvania and they were in cops' faces because they were telling you, hey, stay home and stay healthy. And people were angry and they were calling cops tyrants and every other name in the book and in their face yelling. They weren't complying. So it's convenient. When there's something you believe in, then it's okay.
2: That's a good point. I was wondering how you guys felt about that. It's a good point, Samar.
0: It's a double standard, and it's always been that way. When we we've all seen the videos of white guys getting pulled over and yelling at the cops' face. We saw the judge in Lancaster City get pulled over and hop out the car on Pitney Road. And he said, You better run these plates. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: yeah. no. That was and then so we that was... see
0: two forms of justice and If you don't know what you don't know, so I don't blame people that don't know what's going on. If you're you never went through it, you don't know you don't know about it. You can't just say that somebody should know what black people go through if they never experienced the same thing. But there's two there's two different ways of justice in this in this country, and that's undeniable.
2: I mean, I can tell you how I felt I felt initially. So when the George, I know this is not about just George Floyd, but this is how it all started. So. And like you, you can even argue that, that this ain't how it started. This was just like the icing on the cake. So we'll yeah. just say that. This is the icing on the cake to the situation of, of that. Um, no, this
0: is the straw that broke the camel's back. I like it. Icing cake. on the cake
2: straw? Yeah, well, I don't eat cake, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what happened is Minneapolis, so they, they don't arrest the cop right away. So had that been you or I on camera, and it, ain't, it don't even have to be me murdering a white person, or it could be anybody It could be a spanish person it could be a black person if they had me on camera and i used to watch this show all the time it was called the first 48 and it was the first 48 hours of a crime was like the, uh, of a murder was the most important if they could catch him within two days it was that was that was golden that was their thing so that's why was, the show was called the first 48 so their attorney general comes out and says it was the quickest we ever arrested somebody in four days and then he says, "Wow, it's the quickest you haven't done for a cop." But I you had it, it but you had it on video <laughs> of him murdering someone, and you're and you and the, the, these Minneapolis guys or people, the protesters, they had every right to be mad because these guys had more than the two days that they usually give to try to catch a, a murderer. They had four days. They didn't arrest them. They didn't arrest them until start, stuff started to get a little hairy. They started setting stuff on fire. They started looting, and then they're like, "Oh, well, we'll arrest them. Maybe things will calm down." I don't know if you guys watched the entire video, that whole thing, but when I watched it, and he was uh, George Floyd was non-responsive. Did you guys notice that there weren't EMTs? that got out of ambulance. Paramedics came eventually. The, no, the ambulance came. It was cops that got jumped out of the back of the ambulance, though. Why is that?
0: Every city does their stuff a little differently. I don't know. Probably well, they're gonna lock them up and put them on the stretcher.
2: Anyway, that had nothing to do with it. I was just wondering why that was. I was thinking about that all day. If you watch anyway, that whole video, man, it, uh... I I thought in Minneapolis they had they had a reason to be upset. So I thought, okay, they're gonna go crazy until they arrest this guy. And then maybe if they calm down, they'll still protest. I will say this, they, they fired um, they
0: fired all four of them. That's the fastest I've ever seen anybody get fired. How so. could
2: they not? It was on video, but this really? guy. Tom's this never guy, fired, though, this guy without video has did something 17 other times. He had 18 <laughs> complaints against them and he's never oh, been fired, but no one has to know. He shot an unarmed black guy not too long ago. I agree with you, but so, they never honestly, do it, he's never, he should have never been around. That's from people like the police chief, the mayor to protect this guy. Yeah. He should have oh, been fired. He would have had the chance to kill George Floyd
0: if see, he was... Uh, I try to be somewhat neutral because as somebody that works for
2: a union, it's hard to, it's hard to fire them. It I work for a union, mm-hmm, yeah. and it's, it's hard funny. to get fired. But i tell you one thing. If I got 18 customer complaints against me, I'm getting fired. And no question about it, I'm getting fired. I so know, this guy God. has 18 complaints. I'm talking about, it's not just complaints. I'm talking about beating up the t- people. You're talking about. It's the force. force. Exactly. I agree, I know. 18 of them. I agree. He shot people, he had unarmed people. And these guys still has a job. That's not just, that's not just police. That's, that's why well, that's police chief. That's mayor. That's a lot of people that have to answer for that. Not, just, not are, just the police.
0: Police are, have always been somewhat untouchable. Well, I mean, he,
2: he should not have a job though. That goes beyond that. He shouldn't have a job anymore. He shouldn't have had a job before. He should not have been able to have been fired. And he shouldn't have ever been. He shouldn't never had the job to begin with still. All right, so if,
1: if they were four black cops, killing a white guy how would that look how would that feel would they be arrested now
2: a case in point that cop i forget his uh, name but nor that's his first or last name he's from minneapolis he shot that white lady he's gone 12 years yep they were mad about that they arrested him in (laughs) what like five days and then he gets convicted and does 12 and a half years He's doing 12 and a half years currently. Well, he's doing 12 to 20, right? Or something like that? Yeah. But it was easy because she was a beautiful white woman and this dude was a black off? guy. So that's why
1: that's that's why it's like like there's two justice systems.
2: You guys on? Yeah, we're still here, man. Yeah, we're still here. Your thing. Uh, you guys cut out for like point. Nah, months. nah, that's your Wi-Fi. We were still good. <laughs> Hey Teddy Rowley, you better check your Wi-Fi over there, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but if they were if this was if if this was four black cops killing a white guy, all of them would have been fired the same in the same amount of time, but they all would have been going through the court system, system right now. No, I don't want to get into assuming. This yeah, I don't want system. to assume that. We can assume because we seen it done like you just talked about. We just seen it done in Minneapolis when the guy shot the, the white lady.
2: Like it's- I don't know well,
1: enough about that. I, case I personally
2: didn't want to make it a black and white issue. Like I don't- I, I don't need To make it a black and white issue. because we, I think we're all better together, personally. Now, I'm not saying that, but it is a black and white issue. I don't care, I mean, you, you, no, you can try, you can yeah, try far, to look that, but that's what it is. As far, <laughs> as, far as, <laughs> as- You're asking <laughs> be
0: about, you asked earlier, what's gonna, where, where do we go? What's helping? that's gonna have to, it has to be a people issue for it to move forward. And the reason that everybody's in on this now is why we're moving forward, I feel like. When it's only a black issue, nothing ever gets done.
2: That's wrong. Every-
0: that's what's, well, that's what's yeah, wrong, it I take it back. I take it back. I don't want to say it that way. But I'm saying it helps the cause when you have everybody involved.
1: That's true. But until they start taking black lives seriously, like you're going to see this. and then And, and, then, and then you're going to see people acting up. There's only so much you can take. Like how police, many times you gonna let, let somebody kick you? Police got to take. You this
2: though. Police no, got to take. to You and Brandon though, both of you guys. Hold on, let me. Oh God, God, God.
0: Well, because your son was at my house yesterday, and you know he knew about it a little bit, and I kept Jordan kind of removed. Jordan six, eight, and seven. Your son, what? Eleven B? Twelve. 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 How do you guys handle handling with your kids? Like, are you telling little Brandon? I mean, little Brandon's old enough to have to see. What about your little Brandon? Brandon <laughs> got too
2: many Brandons. i I, I talked to my kids about being black like Aiden and we, we all know Aiden he looks he could pass for being white almost like he literally could and I find myself a lot having conversations with him like Brandon knows he's black and we've had spoken about it plenty of times about black and white issues Donald Trump stuff like that so we do speak about that and Brandon, you know, I hear Brandon sometimes say, "I hate Donald Trump." I said "Don't talk like that," because I don't want him to have that hatred. Like, and I don't, I don't know if, it, if he's hearing it from me. I don't, I don't think I've ever said that, but like, I know his pop, pop, which is my father, is a, you know, he hates Donald Trump. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard him say that, so I wonder if my son picks it up from from that. And I don't want him to speak that way. He, it's okay to dislike him, but then there's another way we got to go about it to handle that. So, well, I feel like Brandon,
0: Aiden was saying stuff yesterday,
2: and. Well, because Aiden is it's 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 different with Aiden because he looks at himself in the mirror and he says, "Dad, I'm white."
0: No, he and was that, saying stuff like, uh, "You know, any any black person would say." But I feel like when you say things, kids don't have enough information to be able to back up what they're saying.
2: No, what I'm saying, far as how I how he views himself, because sometimes for a while there, Aiden didn't view himself as a black as a black kid, and I thought that was my fault. Like I felt like that was my fault because. Here I am sitting down eating with this kid, this, you know, my son, this kid sitting down eating with him. And just so happens, he comes out and says, what do you mean? I'm white. And I was so bothered by that. That was probably like a year and a half, two years ago. But that really bothered me. Like, man, if I'm not, maybe I'm not talking to him enough about him being a a, a, a black kid, eventually being a black man. But just because he looks like the other side, he's still, he's half black. So he's going but to be- is he's, older, like, I Merlin didn't is, have to talk like with him yet. Brandon's different. I already had to talk with him. I already talked to him. Jordan don't know yet either. He don't know race. But Aiden has to, like, I think it's important for them to know. Like, I don't want, like, I like I said, he said to me that he was white and I was, and it was. I was offended because as you look at me, what am I? I said to him, what am I? He said, well, you're black, dad. I said, then what, is, what are you if you're my son? And he was like, I don't know, dad. But he got frustrated with the conversation. So now I make sure we always talk about it. We always... Now, I may not we may not talk about the negatives of being a black kid or 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 a black man or whatever, but we talk about just black people in general and him being black and stuff like that. How I don't think it,
1: uh, my daughter my daughter knows she's black. <laughs> like, it's but there's there's I mean there's 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 stuff you got to go through with just having a kid. Like she 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 came home from school one day and was like, you know, she wants her hair do this way or something like that. Like one of her uh, Spanish friends had it and like you know and, 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 and somebody else came in class and, and and was talking about her hair and like called 50, it nappy or
2: something. We're 53 minutes in D. We're good. Man, we're quick. Nah.
1: And uh so you know we had to explain to her, you know, what you know what being black and beautiful is. But like about this incident recently like me and my wife is sitting here and watching the news and my daughter's just in the room watching it, not really paying attention, but she's in the room with us. And she asked us, you know, what's murder? And Now we got to explain oh, that. Man. Like it was like, geez, you know what I mean? So now we got to explain to a five-year-old what murder is. And it's like it's just,
2: I don't know. Like, I don't my know child, if he's right not or old wrong. enough
0: yet. I told him he's not old enough. <laughs> I told him.
2: Later. I don't see. That's the thing. I can't. I can't. I can't agree with that, man. I don't think they're ever too young to know. Like where where they're coming where they come from and where they're headed.
0: My thing is like Martin Luther King Day just passed in, in January and Jordan's in school now. He's in kindergarten and they're celebrating it. And I didn't tell him all about it yet. But I want him to be be a kid. Like he ain't gotta know that he's the only black kid in his class yet and know it's an issue. It might be an issue one day. I want him to be like it's like the Tooth fairy or the Santa Claus. Let him enjoy it for a little bit. Let him just be innocent.
1: <laughs> now, my 12-year-old we had that talk too because he was going to uh, be the only black kid in his class this year. I fully had a full-out conversation about it already. Like, this is what's going to happen. This is how they're going to look at you.
2: But I feel and, like... And, like, you got you had to explain it and prepare him for that. I feel like if if Samara, if you let it surprise him, he'd be even more hurt. Like, I don't... <laughs> no, and, not, not hurt. Uh, no, because, I mean, I really feel that way. I remember... See, my, my dad grew up in that time. He grew up in that time where, and my dad, if you know my dad, he could pass. He could probably pass for being a, a white guy. He was just walking down the street. So, my dad, if you know my family, his, all his brothers, they're all dark skinned men, my uncles. And my dad's best friend in school was, was a white kid at, at one point. And my that kid asked my dad one time, why do you always hang around, hang around those, those black guys? And my, just, my dad was young and he says, <clears throat> he says back to the kids, you know, they're my brothers. And the kid says to my dad, well, they're black. But my dad was like, so what? This kid, when he found out that my dad was actually black, like I said, my dad could pass for being white. Stop talking. Dad said they had, <laughs> didn't talk after that. Yeah, definitely and that was And that was at a young age. And that was his best friend. This white kid was my dad's best friend. Hey, we talking stopped. about the '70s, though. I mean, yes, I'm just saying. Gone. But how? That's what I, it doesn't matter. Have times changed that much? I'm hoping. You're living off the Hope Cream, I'm I, don't,
0: I don't think. No, I'm, I really do hope that when Jordan's a senior, that he's not dealing with these same issues.
2: Yeah, but that's 15 years from now. That's like that's a little. I'm just different. saying
0: that's my hope. I hope that it's not an issue that my son is going to be a minority in a majority white school. I'm not. I'm hoping
1: it's not an issue. Dr. King said that same thing, too. <laughs> he was hoping, too.
0: But here. in your defense, I
1: mean, the high school your son would go to right now has a black principal.
2: So, what are you talking?
1: Yeah, Penn Manor has <laughs> a black. <laughs> Penn Manor High School has a black principal, yes. Yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> See, well, if he's there, you know, what is it, 10 years from now, you'll be in good shape. I hope.
2: Uh, anything else? We didn't get to none of the topics, but it was a good conversation. I feel like. Yeah, we didn't get to any sports or anything, but look. Well, we had the Jr. situation. Uh, Yo, Jr. He's (laughs) Jr. from the hood, though. Yo, (laughs) Jr. (laughs) is a
0: crazy dude, man. I'm trying to put myself in his shoes, though. Somebody ran up and punched my window down. I'm
1: gonna be mad. We're all doing that. That's why the story's so funny. JR funny though.
0: Yeah, tell, the the story first. tell the story first, so so we everybody knows what we're talking about. So Jr. Smith, former NBA player, he's on the roster right now. Cavaliers. NBA, with
2: bro, NBA world champ. Get it right. Cavaliers.
0: Jr. Smith from uh New Jersey that was going to go to North Carolina. He came right from high school. <laughs> you gotta add that part in. <laughs> uh a protester with a white kid with a skateboard.
1: He parked in a
0: residential area. He said, away from the protest to go join the protest. And they went out and bashed his windows out. JR chased him down, knocked him over, kicked him like three times, and then punched him in the face. And then he got on. TMZ called it. JR got online, said, yeah, I whooped his ass. It wasn't a race issue. I ain't got a problem. I had a problem with me. But he broke my windows out.
2: (laughs) I don't see nothing wrong with that. Nobody
0: does initially i didn't either but then i see all these comments online when they're saying if the other if the rosewood version that was the white guy and a black guy kicking somebody while they're down in the face we probably have a problem with it no
1: not not, not, not if he bust his window no wrong is wrong man you know,
0: <laughs> ain't got look no, He was wrong yeah but <laughs> people are going to say a lot of times that blacks were wrong and they still got mistreated now, if a black commits a small crime and a cop beats the hell out of him, that cop is wrong. I don't care what that guy did. You know, so if that guy that way committed the crime, no. Jr. could get him in the face when he was down. I don't know.
1: If that kid was black, Jr. would did the
2: same thing. Okay. The probably. I'll tell you, but when, <laughs> when Jr. kicked him, did he he had fell and Jr. kicked him, or did did he punch him and he fell and then Jr. kicked him?
0: He was down. and Jr. kicked him. Two times, and the kid tried to get up, and JR kicked him in the face.
2: because the dude got up, and then JR punched him. And then you know the, guy was the dude should have played dead. He should act like he was knocked out, but they won't hit you no more.
0: No, JR didn't care. He was mad, He's kicking him. That dude was down like this. <laughs> Yo, I watched it- the video three times, and I did
1: not once think that JR was wrong, he overdid <laughs> it, or anything. Like, I that know. guy
0: deserved everything he got.
2: He busts his windows out, though, man.
0: Uh, look, when I saw the video, I read, well, I, I read the article before I saw the video, and I was like, yeah, that's good for him, that's what that guy gets. But then everybody was, like, going in on him in the comments. I'm Think like,
2: about it, though. He parks away from the protest. So he's thinking everything's cool. I'm going to walk the hand. I'm, I'm going to join these people to protest. So this kid is not a protester. This dude is just a, a jerk. He'll bust somebody's window out of their car. get <laughs> his JR for a second. This guy parks to go join a movement, and you bust his windows out. Yeah, he stopped Think about <laughs> think about this.
0: When we were kids, we used to throw stuff at cars balls, rocks, apples. Who
2: who did? When all of us were kids. Who but who threw it at the cars? You. We all did my, my, back in the Good. day when we were like in elementary school. I ain't never did nothing like that. <laughs> so he's lying. Yo, he over here dry snitching. Oh, this dude. No, we were in elementary school. I, Every forgot, cars. I forgot you're a city official, yo. Damn.
0: <laughs> Damn. I, I did
2: too. So, elementary school. We were not in elementary school. We were in middle school. We were going to rentals at the time. Yo, we were just. <laughs> some still stuff still stuffed at cars. Either way, imagine a
0: little black kid, middle school or elementary school, do something at a car driving right. by, a snowball, or whatever, broke the guy's window. And that little black kid runs, and the white kid catches him, and stomps him out on the curb. We're going to have a problem with it, man.
2: I mean, we you got caught. What? You remember we got caught by the Puerto Rican dudes. I did get caught. I thought they was going to, yo, they were big too, man. You was in the car the one time
1: when we hit somebody's window, and the guy oh. got out there and chased us with the bat. Yeah,
0: I was in me, Shay, and, and Shay's dad were riding in the GL Metro and leaving the sixth grade dance. <laughs> B-way hit the car, he got out with the bat and chased them balls.
2: <laughs> I thought no. that was B way like 10 years later. I don't think I'm gonna have a problem with it, man. Like I don't know. You, know, you what? know what? Cause things I mean, I drive to the city sometimes, stuff you know, a snowball might hit my car or something. I got hit with snowball once. I think it's kind of funny. I just was like, yo, yeah, I mean I did it. It's funny <laughs> like, until it until it breaks your window, then exactly, and then I'm gonna to chase him down.
0: And but if you, Jr., that's really right. Ass, all I'm saying is, it made me think about it at least.
2: I think Jr. It was put in a bad position. Like he he he's look, he's going to join a protest. He's going, he go he starts away from it. I, no, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But he was put in a bad position because. Regardless if that kid was white or black, I think if the kid was black and hit his hit his windows with a skateboard, I think JR does the same thing.
0: No, but I feel like we're celebrating it. And if that kid would have, if that would have been a little black kid and a white man stomping him out, we would have had a problem Oh, I don't oh,
1: think, well, I don't well, think well, I'm celebrating. It. I'm celebrating I'm not celebrating it. it. <laughs> I'm saying.
2: <laughs> we kind of were like, yo, that guy got what he deserved. No, 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 no. I'm saying, if it were me, I don't care if the kid's white, white or black. You bust my windows out. Ah, uh, yeah, like, you you know what you're what, what that's gonna be when you do it, you know it's gonna be a consequence of that.
0: You might not care, I might not care, but there's people that would care and make it a race issue.
1: I can see why they're making it a race issue. I mean that's cute, but in, in reality, if any colored man knocks out anybody's car,
2: that person is gonna be mad about it. But I can see well, some yeah, more overreacting. I,
0: overreact then. I, got more, I can
2: I can I can see some more, like I know it'd be in my in my mind, like damn, that black kid, man, he just needs some guidance, maybe, like, in my head. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to make no excuses for that, though. Like, they, where are the kid's parents at? You only say that when it's involving like, black kids. I think that's, I think that's wrong. Like, nah, that the white kid got his ass whooped, black kid do their ass whooped too if he does that.
0: So, okay, we've had incidents where a black kid might do something stupid, graffiti or something, and a, a, a cop whooped his ass. And we got mad. So I don't want to give people a reason to say, "All right, we're having a double standard." Because you could say that. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't want to give people ammo. I hate people throwing stuff back in my face. Like, oh, so you don't care about this? But that if the roles were reversed, it'd be a national nightmare, national outcry.
1: Anybody would be frustrated. All I'm saying. If Oh, I told you. If somebody put my
2: down, I'm gonna have a problem. Look, <laughs> man. All I know is. I am. I'm here for all the protesting. I think the people that are actually doing it and doing it the right way, like, good for them. Good for. Do you think is right. gonna get arrested? He shouldn't.
1: No, he shouldn't get arrested. That'd be racism. What? There. We got. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. We got. to go, talking, man. But anyway,
0: somebody robbed your house tonight. Broke into your house, and stole all your stuff, and you called him running out the door. You can't shoot him in the back. I can hit him, beat him up. You can't, if that guy dies, you're gonna be charged with third degree or manslaughter.
2: If he makes it out the house?
0: If he's out the house.
2: Yeah, but you gotta get him right to his feet, get to the door. And you still can't hit him in the back. But if his body falls out the door, then you gotta drag him back in some.
0: The thing is, it depends on the state. Florida, you could do it. But in Pennsylvania, your, your life has to be in danger. They have to be a threat.
1: Look, if he got in my house once, he can get in my house again. That could be a, 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 a life and
2: that's the threat. So I'm, I'm you got to go.
0: I just tell you, you go to jail.
2: So <laughs> all right, rate. man. You guys are rambling. Y'all need to go. I got, I got stuff I got to do. All
1: right. Yeah, nothing you got to do, man. All shout right. outs,
2: man. Shout outs, man. What's going on? Yeah, Shout out to all the protesters, man. The ones that are protesting. Um, the ones that got their pointer crossed before the officer was um, before the officer was arrested or former officer was arrested. You know, whoever got the point across and made that all happen, and, and if they had to do a few illegal things to get justice, okay, fine. Well, at some point, all the crazy, craziness needs to stop, and we need to continue to protest. We need to do it in a way that our neighbors aren't going to have to pay for it or worry about their insurance money coming in to cover their business, things like of that nature. So shout out to the protesters, the real protesters, not the opportunists.
0: Smart. you got any shout outs? Yeah, shout out to all the chiefs, mayors, public officials that got out amongst the protesters and let the people get themselves off their chest. People want to be heard, and there were some really good chiefs that usually chiefs don't go against cops, but they went out there and they let the people speak. <coughs> shout out to the ones we have in this city. We're lucky to have a you know a minority mixed council. We have a good mayor in We got Sergeant Morant, we got good cops that are from the city that are able to get in front of this. And I hope that our protesters protest peacefully and don't destroy our own city.
1: I agree with that. Like a Saturday it was, it, was, it was beautiful to watch the protest here in Lancaster PA. I mean it was it was it was nice. Uh, it was people of all races just out here, you know, protesting for better and, and, and equal rights. Uh, so shout out to everybody that is still out there protesting right now. I heard it's getting a little scary right now. They're talking about it. Uh, this is getting a little bit crazy out there right now. I won't go into details, but uh, I need just no. I'm not on no Facebook or nothing. I'm removed. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you all fair, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, shout out to the Seven Leather Family as always. Remember, uh, June 19th is a Soul to Souls uh, with WTCP. We are giving away free shoes for nurses during this pandemic. If any nurse out there is is interested in getting a free pair of shoes, just make sure you register at uh, www.thetcpnetwork.com. And you can register for some free shoes and show up on June 19th uh, to our new location on Liberty street. So other than that, I think we're good. Shout out the, Everybody, man. Everybody across the country, man. Just just, just make sure you guys just, just keep the faith. Uh, stay positive while we're out there and, and, and keep, keep, just keep fighting the good fight. Other than that, stay laid up. Stay prayed up. Stay out the way. And listen to what some old folks have to say. See you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.